Welcome everybody, it's episode number 43 of the Poke Guardian podcast. I'm Taj, we're here with Zachariah as usual and we're joined by a special guest today, Ryan, also known as Braish Gaming from uh, Mikado Collectibles. So welcome Ryan to the show. Hello guys, thank you for having me again, it's been a little while. And Zachariah as usual. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back. So yeah, we're looking forward to this one. It's been a little while since our last podcast and it's always good to have a guest on the podcast as well. So let's start off the show as we normally do with our um, card pickups. So, um, Ryan, as you're our guest, you can start it off. What's your latest well, card pickups? I know you've got some spicy stuff. It's, it's you do pick unique stuff, don't you? <laughs> I do my best and I don't have the Master Oil anymore, so I really have to try a lot harder now. Um, since selling the Master Oil uh, to cure my broken heart, I have gone out and purchased a couple of the uh, Creatures deck cards. So hopefully um, you can see those from here. I have the Tapu Lele uh, Creatures deck card with the oh. 25th symbol on there. And it's got the uh, a slice of 2017 on the back. That's a PSA 10. And I also got a second one, which I thought was pretty cool. It's the double uh, colorless energy. Same thing, you have the, the stamp here, PSA 10, and on the back it's a little slice of 2013. Bit of corporate history. And it's got a Wii U on the back. I don't know what game they're playing, <laughs> but uh, I don't know if anybody actually had a Wii U. <laughs> but yes, those 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 two cards are sort of my main replacements for the Master Royal, and um, yeah. I'm very happy to have found cards like that in such good condition. They are some unique additions to your collection. For those who don't know, these are particular cards were given in a deck to, eat, uh, to a certain number of creatures' employees. Um, we don't know how many, so the population of number of these cards out in the wild is unknown um so to be able to to own one of those is obviously a privilege indeed so yeah and psa 10 as well so congratulations on those purchases of course Ryan. thank you very much <laughs> uh zachariah what have you got for us this show yes um a quick sample of what i picked up recently this one is a portuguese lugia v promo nice my friend from my pokemon league of course, <laughs> but uh, no, my friend went to um, uh, what's it called again? Latin America Internationals, yep. and uh, picked this up for me, and I'm uh, very happy with this one. And uh, you don't see this every day, so uh, no. Does it have some texturing on it? It looks like it's got. Day. No, it's just no, uh, no. It's just the way that the patterns. Glowing. Yeah, some embossing. Yeah, yeah. looks and really cool. Here's one, a funny one, Halloween Pikachu. Oh, nice! <laughs> nice. Um, I mean, I got this for your Pokemon League, and in order to get this, you have to buy that trick or tr- uh, no trick or trade booster yep. pack. Trade, yeah, yep. So uh, yeah, that saved me uh, a full uh, pack. <laughs> <laughs> and another one is, I'm loving it. Yes, That's the same McDonald's. One. Ah, same That's one. McDonald's version, the hollow. <laughs> yeah, uh, little Pikachu Difficult collection team. coming on Zach. Yeah, <laughs> got more Pikachu's than Lugias today. It's very cheeky. <laughs> There's one uh, nice video upcoming, I can tell you, on my channel, Primal Lugia. And uh, to start off the new year is, yes, one booster pack of Silver Tempest. Are you opening it now? I'm opening it right here, right now. Let's see. It's got the the Lugia artwork on it, right? On the front of of the pack? Yeah, yes. It's going to be the lucky pack, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. Let's, let's Let's see what's in it. Come on. Oh, it's big. come on! We got, we got this. What we got? What we got? I didn't know we were bringing packs today. Oh, oh, oh nice! Rudigan, nice. And Talonflame. Talonflame. That, that is not oh. bad. 
Yeah, it's good. It's a good pack. Listen, character rare can't go wrong. You can't not go wrong gonna complain. That. Really no. like this one. Oh, yeah. I really wish I had some packs now. <laughs> I don't anything. I got. Boxes. Uh, should we do a booster oh, box oh. opening? I've got. I've got a booster box of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got some as well. Should we just spend <laughs> the first two hours just opening up booster boxes? Yeah, should we open some shiny treasure? Yeah. Oh, you got shiny treasure. Ooh, I got one five nice. one and um, a black flame. <laughs> I've got four boxes of shiny treasure ex sitting here, which I haven't got round to opening. But um, yeah, some awesome purchases there um, and trades, should I say? Um, I'll just go through a couple of cards that I've got. I mean, I've got a lot of the. Um, I've got some of some of the picked these up really cheap. This is why I haven't opened shiny treasure ex. Shiny treasure ex because it's like the first high class set of the set. It's not overwhelmingly amazing, so. And cards are really cheap, so I picked up all the a lot of the Ooh, SSR cards. Really, really cheap. This is like I think this is cheaper than me buying uh, a booster box at MSRP was to pick these up. So yeah. um, yeah, it, it seems about it, right, it's ridiculous, honest. you know, how cheap it they were. Is. And I did get all of the SR cards as well. So you know, I mean, um, here's our here's our man with his amazing quiff. Um, <laughs> There we go, is that Clive? Clive. Yeah, and talking of Clive, I think the best card I did purchase was um, the only SSR I've got so far from the set is the wonderful Clive SAR. Really love yeah. the sort of chibi cute artwork on it. Looks absolutely amazing. Do love that card. So yeah, that is it. Um, I am sort of mainly focusing now, not opening much Pokemon and just purchasing sort of odd cards here and there for my collection as I've shifted my uh, collecting goal to um, other card games. I've seen a lot of people doing that though, Taj. It's, you know, <coughs> Pokemon isn't, it doesn't feel as, um, you know, just all-consuming as it, it did a year or so ago. For yeah. A lot of people. I see mm. moving, moving TCGs or merging their TCGs and I, I think the One Piece card game coming out in general and then we had the, the live action which a lot of people really enjoyed yeah. Yeah. got them into the manga and, and subsequently the card game yeah, I feel like uh, Pokemon is mm, I don't want to say taking a dip I don't want to say taking a dip Yeah, but it feels like it's in a lull point doesn't it I, I, personally I think it's um, it's a six year cycle that we've seen with Pokemon um, where it's um, I think people are the artwork don't get me wrong character rares are looking amazing um, there are some great cards out there, but when you come to a new generation and a new set, they like to keep it toned down as, as the three of us know in the first year. They don't go over the top and try and save stuff for the second year, then, then ramp it really high for the third year. And I think this year being the, the low introduction, um, we still got the character rares, but everything else, there's not been that much pop. And I think a lot of people joined the collecting during um, the pandemic. Um, then there are some of us older collectors who've been here from before. And I think just for me, I mean, my, I started collecting because of my son. He's moved on. Um, I just mainly collect Japanese myself now. But the the sort of um, excitement has gone a bit, I think, for me, as far as the collecting is concerned. So I'm being a bit more particular now about what I purchase rather than trying to sort of catch them all and try and build the collection and sets it's more around being um, particularly sort of selective about what i'm picking and, and there are some amazing art artists now in pokemon there's yeah. amazing artwork so there's definitely enough to choose from but i think the hype um is is gone from opening and some of that's down to i think knowing that you've got a super extremely rare extremely valuable card where there aren't so many in recent sets that we've got it's the the chase element of 
of it has sort of died yeah. down a bit this year, I think. But we'll probably see that again in the next year or two. But yeah, I think you're right in that sense. Interesting. Well, let's see how things progress over the next uh, year or so. You're bang on with, you know, start of a new generation and stuff like that. It does tend to yeah. sort of start in a lull period after the excitement of, oh, it's a new generation lulls, well, wears off, all the sort of gimmicks. Exactly. They, they hold back, such as art rares and character rares. They, they save for later on. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what we do get uh, going forward in the next couple of years, definitely. Yeah, talking of which, that nicely brings us into the first element. Scarlet and Violet Wild Force Cyber Judge officially revealed the first sets from year two of um, uh, the the current era, should we say. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, Scarlet and Violet year two begins with um, SV5K um, and SV5M, which are the Wild Force expansions and Cyber Judge. They were revealed... Um, I think they were revealed at the ja- Japanese Champions League live stream. Something like yeah, that, yeah. From Kyoto. Uh, these these sets are releasing January 26th, so we haven't got too long, 10 days away from when we're recording this. Um, and we have got some new reveals as well. Zachary, do you want to talk about the new type of cards that have been announced in this set? Well, there are some new cards, but then it's kind of returned. A-spec cards, yep. which were previously teased during Worlds, are officially returning in a set. And a big one is uh, one essentially a reprint that's Masterball A-Spec. And it's funny because the original A-Spec uh, Masterball is yeah. actually one-to-one. So you can actually purchase or if you still have, you know, if you're an old player, you can still use this. So that is a very nice touch. Um, but this set is very experimental. But yeah. on the other hand, We've discussed in the intro indeed as many, many, you know, new experimental Pokemon in their paradox Pokemon still continue. But then they have old timers, right? Like Gengar EX, um, Scizor EX as well, which is a very good move, right? That's what yep. they are good at are, are balancing sets, right? Uh, they introduce a new Pokemon. Of course, it has to be done. But then you have Gengar and Scizor, right? Which I know. Many fans uh, of those exist, and all it takes is one nice special art for it to be a big set. It's just how it is with Pokemon. Gengar is a very safe play, yeah. And uh, hopefully, it will get a special art. I don't think it will. They've already revealed a lot of special arts, but who knows? But other than that, it, I think it's not my type of set. To be really fair, I think it's a bit too much of those, um, you know, ancient uh, and uh, future Pokemon. But for game mechanics, it's a very, very strong set. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. In terms of collectability, the art is there. It's perfect, in my opinion. If you've seen some of those special arts, and Archers as well, they are fabulous. I think one of the best in terms of art style. But yeah, sorry, I, I don't like these Paradox Pokemon. <laughs> It's just I think nothing. we often find like yeah. a disconnect, don't we? When we've got like a brand yeah. new Pokemon, such as these forms, like we've had previously with, I can think off the top of my head, the origin forms of Dialga and Palkia. <laughs> yeah. Um, those particular sets, people were very interested in them. Same with the sort of Calyrex forms. As soon as Calyrex came out, they they came out with um, those two sets. I know, Zach, you're very interested because there were some nice uh, Arita cards in, in uh, those sets. And um, I, yeah. I know you pulled one as well, and along with the uh, best trainer. 
But there's always seems to be like that sort of disconnect when you get a new set like this with, with brand, brand new Pokemon. Yep. Um, lots of people wouldn't have even played the DLC. Yeah. Uh, just yet or even got that far. Um, so the interest in general for this type of thing is, is quite low. I think typically. Yep. Bianca is back though from uh, since black and white. So starting off again, they are balancing things out old and new. But is the old stuff enough for people to just buy the set? I don't think yeah. it will. Yeah, no. I think you're right. The balance of obviously this is this is quite a player focused set. Um, <clears throat> as usual in Japan, every year at the start of the year, the first sets usually come with a premium trainer box. In this case, they've introduced the two splits of boxes, which are the starter deck um, build sets. So. Um, we get this pattern, which I've explained many times on the podcast before. You know, you, you in, the, in the summertime, you get a cheap starter deck, which you'll sit down in a restaurant and play against someone while you're waiting for your food or what have you. You know, to really try and introduce people into the game, which costs like two, three pounds, you know, like five US dollars. You then get the high class set at the end of the year for those people who've then thought, oh, actually, Pokemon's a really good card game. Let's buy... I want to get the cards that were really popular and playable from the year. Oh, I can't get them because the sets aren't readily available. A high-class set has 190 reprints, almost 150-odd, to put those playable cards in people's hands, but then also has a special aspect to it. And then in January, once those people have got those cards, you need the staple, you know, you need energy cards, you need the staple trainer cards, um, stadiums, etc. And that's where these, um, usually the premium trainer box would come in play, where it would give you all of that ready to go in a box and this year they've mixed it up a little bit so we've got these um starter decks we've got the ancient coridon and future maridon ex um starter decks they're 3600 yen each which you know is is a re- really good price uh you get 228 cards in there um you get a 60 card deck pre-built in there you get 168 deck building cards. So as I was saying, 12 Pokemon, 38 trainers, six special energy, and the 112 energy. In in Japan, you don't get energy cards in the packs. So you have to buy them separately. So this gives you that. And then you've got a card storage box, which is essential damage counters. Um, so it gives you everything you need, really, to start playing. If you've, if you've now built your collection up, you've got the high class set, you've got those play, play sets of cards. This gives you everything else you need to sort of go and uh, start playing competitively. So I really do like these products. One thing that start, um, that, uh, started the deck and build set, the Master Ball A-Spec is exclusive to that product. Yeah. So that makes it already very interesting if you are, of course, a player, right? In Japan. Yeah. Very good move. Honestly, yeah. because if that Master Ball wasn't included, then and those exclusive cards as well, then the interest would have been way less. Absolutely. And with A-Specs, correct me if I'm wrong, it's only one per deck, isn't it? You're allowed to yes. have of each. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, you've, you've got the one that you need. It's not going to be like people are going to be clamoring to buy four of these boxes for a play set. You're only allowed one, your deck, similar to like the Radiant cards. So it'll, it will, you know... Um, get people to buy one of each maybe or one just so that they can have that for their deck. So yeah, um, really nice product. Um, so I think those will be popular amongst players, um, not so much collectors, um, but then the sets themselves as well are quite interesting as well. Um, so yeah, retail price on those 5,400 yen, as we've come to expect, 30 packs in each of those booster boxes, five cards per pack. So it's a standard double set, um, not a small box, regular size box with 30 packs. 
Um, so interesting to see. And obviously, um, there's some really interesting artwork. Check out Poke Guardian for the official um, uh, post on this. It's got the official artwork on there as well, showcasing the ancient and the future Pokemon from this set. So we'll move on. Let's have a look at Temporal Forces. So um, this was revealed upcoming sets coming out um in the west on march the 22nd and obviously um this is this is going to be the english version or foreign language version of what we were just talking about the the japanese set releasing in january uh the double set of wild force and cyber judge the the um international version is obviously going to be this temporal forces so what are your uh, initial thoughts having seen this obviously this pack art um as well showing showcasing four of the four of the future and ancient pokemon on there any uh anything that sort of stands out for you guys zachariah um not nothing in particular if i'm already honest Uh, it is nice that the archwares yeah uh the or are they called again? Let me, let me have a look. Fluttermane and <laughs> what's called uh, Iron Thorns are Elite Trainer Box uh, promos. Yep. Which, to be fair, it's what I do. What they are doing with them is very nice. Uh, the past year or so, just Scarlet and Violet. But honestly, it, what is very uh, in- important is what for important and uh, nice to hear <laughs> for many. The Build and Battle Stadium is gone. Yep. That is discontinued and it's been one and a half years too late, if I'm really honest. Um, that's, uh, it was, in my opinion, right, a nice concept during uh, the pandemic, right? Yep. When pre-release weren't a thing anymore during that period. But then ever since the, the pandemic is over, it's an expensive product <laughs> and not many people had interest. You could, you all, you will always see this, uh, box discounted. But other than that, for, uh, Temple Forces, I don't really have much to say. Uh, as usual, those three back blisters, uh, the promos are very nice. And I truly think, uh, with the new Scarlet and Violet, you know, Cosmos foil borders, I think these are fantastic. Yep. Really urge everyone to pick up some if you like it, of course, right? And so far, these are exclusive arts well. I haven't seen them before. I think uh, they need, still need to be um, revealed in Japan. But other than that, uh, what do you think, Ryan? I, I don't have anything much more to say. Again, it's just a disconnect, isn't it, with like the uh, Future Nation things. Uh, do we normally get two different uh, ETBs? Is that a fairly new concept? No, it's not a, not, not a new concept. We, we do say. get it occasionally, yeah. um, but not every set, yeah. yeah. So having... Had, yeah. This, is this the first time where they've got different promo cards in? No. So like, you feel obliged to, to do it? No, we had it with Coridon and Maridon in the early, early days. I think the first set was Scarlet and Violet. We had yeah. two separate ETBs for that, and they had the separate promos in those, and the Pokemon Center exclusive ones had the stamped version of each as well. Yeah. I see. Well, there's, yeah. there's an incentive to get two different uh, boxes, if you, if you like. Yeah. Uh, do, do you guys have any preference over the future or ancient ones? Future. Yeah, yeah. Well. yeah, I think I'm on future as well myself, to be fair. Um, it's a Suikunosaurus for me. I don't like it. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just, I mean, I'm seeing some of these Pokemon for the first time and looking at that Raichu Giraffe is just like, 
my it's just like why why did they make it a giraffe the big neck? Oh, the right, right, call. That's what I want. Right, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. giraffes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer the future ones, but yeah, I think it's a cool concept. But yeah. again, it's just a disconnect with, with the general set, and um, yeah, we'll have to see what uh, sort of uh, illustration rares are in the set before we get carried away with it. I think. Yeah, and we're not yeah. far off seeing all of those, obviously, because yeah. Japanese releases in 10 days. So we'll start to see all those character rares getting dropped probably this Friday um, onwards. We'll start seeing the official reveals for those. But uh, talking about Build and Battle um, Stadium, um, obviously not a very popular product, but I always thought is. I thought it was a really good product, but I always thought it was overpriced for what it yeah. was. If it was priced the same as an ETB, it'd give people an alternative. And, you know, because you're getting the two pre-release promos in each of the build and battle kits, which are nice and unique and a bit different. Um, and it's a quick way for if people wanted to just sort of like almost, it's like a draft format, you know, open up a build and battle stadium build your decks and play against each other. It's a, it's a good weekend sort of like sit down gameplay event, you know, that you can do with someone. But yeah, shame is gone. I, I, I think there was no harm in having it as a product because it didn't take away any other product. But um, yeah, it wasn't very popular. I'd never purchased one and I, and I don't know anyone who did unless they bought it in a sale. So yeah, it was one of those products which very niche, let's say. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they could put their efforts into um, making better products elsewhere. But yeah, as you say, um, it's quite nice to see these um, exclusive um, promos in each of the ETBs. I do like the fact that they're adding promos in ETBs and they're all really desirable like um, character art, you know, rares artworks not just sort of a standard promo so you've got the full art really unique styling of these um so yeah we really good to have those in there and really gives you a bit more of an incentive to buy an elite trainer box but yeah so this is um these sets as we said drop in march the 22nd more forces uh, more information will come out um as we go along but as always check the poker guardian website for more information Let's move on. So the 20, uh, Pokemon card game January 2024 merchandise r- reveal. So this is quite fitting here. We've got some stuff that was revealed. So this is on the official Pokemon uh, Japan website. They usually do a reveal and showcase items on there. And we saw quite a lot of good stuff. And I know um, Zachariah is going to be very excited about a couple of the sleeves, maybe. Um, there's some really nice deck boxes and playmats as well. Um, so let's talk through those. So do you want to talk through what uh, we've got coming, Zachariah? Yes. First of all, a very um, it's a new kind of product. It's called Pokemon Card Game Deck Sleeve Collection Ancient and Future. And what is this? It's a box uh, of 10 different deck sleeves. And in each, uh, essentially, deck sleeve, you don't know what you're getting. So it's like a random gacha style product. If you buy the full uh, case of 10 uh, deck sleeves, you get everything, right? Get yeah. the, all different uh, deck designs. But yeah, the, what I've seen, yes, it's um, quite popular from what I've seen on social media, right? Because first of all, the designs are very uh, nice in my opinion. If you don't like ancient or future Pokemon, of course, you know, that's your thing. Um, but yeah, th- this is a, this is a brilliant design. Right. <laughs> yep. uh, this is how you sell, in my opinion, those products, and it will sell likely. 
I don't think it's a lottery product. I think because it will also be available at Pokemon card gym stores, which is like a Pokemon League equivalent of uh, Japan. But uh, yeah, that's a cool product. To release everything released on January twenty sixth. By the way, yeah. Um, just just on that though, I mean, yeah. I mean, Ryan, Zach, what, what's your opinion on selling sleeves in a blind bag essentially for the same price as it would cost you to buy? sleeves that you know you're buying off a shelf in, in the Pokemon Center. Don't like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah. So it seems a bit strange to me. It's it's not like it's a rare card or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I personally think when it comes to sleeves, you're going to be very subjective about what you want to sleeve your decks in. Um, yeah. And if I'm having a one in 10 chance of getting the deck sleeves that I want... <laughs> You know, it's going to be like, oh, you know, I'd rather just go and pick them up off the shelf yeah. and pick the ones I want. It's a great way for them to manage their stock, I suppose, because they're going to get an even amount of each being sold because no one's going to know what they're getting. But from a consumer point of view, you'd you'd want to pick the sleeves you're going to get from the shelf and pick the yeah. design that you really want to pick. So for me, uh, there's no incentive because it's not a cheaper price. It's exactly the same price as you'd pay for sleeves anyway. I think it's, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about this myself. I, I do think uh, certain stores <coughs> will just let you open it and see beforehand, right? Yeah. There's no, you there's, you get one other, you can you get every design in yeah. one full box. So it's nothing like you are missing out on. Um, but hey, this is something Pokemon company uh, tries and it, it worked before, right? With the, the yeah. Paradigm Trigger Mystery Box, which is a big one, by the way. But uh, you, this is not the last time we are seeing these gacha style products. I do think it's nice. They love the gacha stuff, don't they? Yeah, of course, right? This peak Japan, right? <laughs> if there's, I, I can just see like even the, the set of ten, people would be just be no one's going to buy it. But I don't. Well, I just don't feel like I would go out and buy ten different deck sleeves in a <laughs> set. <laughs> oh, well, I don't play the game, but even if you yeah. do, yeah. I don't know what you do with ten. New deck sleeves. I could just see stores opening up all the packs and just yeah. selling yeah. them off individually. Yeah, would make sense. Um, looking looking further on, there's a Bianca range of stuff as well, isn't there? That we've got here. So yes. we've got the sleeves, which again, eight hundred eighty nine yen. But this time, you know exactly which sleeves you get in. We've uh, got the deck box, five hundred yen. Um, standard, very nice, solid style Velcro deck box with the artwork all around um 500 yen that and it comes with um two deck dividers in there which is quite nice and then you've got the playmat um featuring um bianca as well which is 2970 yen all these go on sale the same day as the new sets released january 26th so um if you're going to go and pick up the new set um you can pick up these on the same day as well if you're in a po- near a pokemon center in japan or a gym and then store. We've, sorry? Gym store as well. Or gym store as well. That's correct. An official Pokemon gym store as well. Um, and then we've got the Gengar, um, gl- gloss Gengar, premium gloss Gengar um, sleeves. So we, we do have premium range of sleeves. We've had these in the past, like Umbreon, didn't we? We had a yeah. Umbreon one recently, and I think there was a Pokeball one as well, um, like bl- silver on black. So, so these are the high sort of gloss premium sleeves uh these are 990 yen so only uh, only about 100 yen more than your standard stuff these are coming out on the same day we've got the gengar box as well and we've got the four pocket binder um four pocket binders 
Um, not very popular here in the West, but, you know, they are um, a bit more portable. Um, and we've seen them in collection boxes in Japan in the past as well. But the artwork, who's the artist who's done this art? This is uh, Arai Kiriko, I believe, the one yeah. that did Star Me, uh, Star You in 151. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it looks very familiar, this artwork. Nice. It's very nice indeed, yeah. So what are your thoughts, guys, on the Bianca products and the Gengar? Ryan first. Gengar, Gengar over um, Bianca. Uh, I think a lot of people might feel the same. Yeah, yeah same I way. Although Zach, I think you you might like the Bianca a bit more. I got a feeling that you're more of a Bianca uh, man. I, I honestly um, think the Gengar stuff is amazing. The only th- thing is that I missed is a playmat. I think yeah, that would yeah. really, really pop things off for for now many you said years. It. Yeah, yeah, you ruined yeah. it for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think they should have sacrificed that four pocket folder and given us a playmat instead. Yes, I can see um, it. it holds eighty cards. I, d- I don't know any sets with eighty cards in. A lot of the Japanese no. ones, after you get the secret rares, you, yeah, it's, it's a useless product to be. What are you going to put in it? Yeah, yeah, these are like the little folders we get. Like we, got, what, was, what was the most recent one we got? I can't remember now. But we've had loads in the past, Palafin. like with a V Union stuff in. I think didn't we? Um, yeah. yeah, we had like the one five one stuff with the tiny weeny little binders, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, those were like small two pocket ones, weren't they? I think. <sighs> Who uses yeah. those binders? <laughs> those two it's- pocket ones. I mean, those two pocket ones are great for your trades. You can pop them in there, stick it in the back of your jean pocket, and yeah, they fit. These four pocket ones. Uh, yeah, the, the way that the po- cards slide into these. Um, yeah, they've got the flap on the top, obviously, which is yeah. good, but they feel a bit flimsy-ish, the pages, because they're so much smaller than the bigger ones. I'm, I'm not a fan of these, but, you know, like I said, in Japan, these might be popular because you could put a playset on each page of each card. So if you are sort of trading playsets, if you're a player, maybe, you know, it might be might be something I you want to use. I think you have to really look at it from a other perspective, right? If you are a beginner, right? And Yeah. There's many casual people, right? You know, you have to understand. Pokemon is. I saw like three months ago a someone that's in a band, right? That's quite popular in Japan. Never had anything to do with the cards. Visited creatures, right? Officially, and then was te- out to teach to play the, the game, actually, right? And then, oh, this is pretty. This is pretty. People see that art yeah. and see, oh, this binder is nice. I want it. Yeah. Right and. Not even a player, not even a collector, just casual people. They have an eye for this. Yeah. And just like I said, uh, you all agree, this artist is amazing. And uh, I think that's what they aim for, right? Because they know that the, the, the collectors, they will buy other stuff. I think that's just yeah. how it is. Yeah, true. Definitely. And that's it. There, there's a, there's different um, yeah. type of people out there buying um, products for different reasons. So yeah, you're absolutely right there. So they would, um, but yeah, I remember we had like, uh, I've got a Marnie folder like this when we had those signature cards, didn't we? Yeah, Correct. that size, full pocket. Um, we've also got some more premium gloss uh, sleeves. We've got the Maridon and the Coridon sleeves and deck boxes. Again, 990 yen, 500 yen for the deck boxes. And we've got the Skitty and Litten um, uh, sleeves as well, 889. They, they, I don't know why, a bit of a Hello Kitty feel from these sleeves from, <laughs> yeah. from me. Um, it's very just, kawaii. yeah, very much so. Sort of two sort of kitteny type cat type things. Very Hello Kitty esque coloring and styling, I think. But yeah, there's definitely going to be a demand for these sleeves, I think, for 
from yeah. um, certain part of the collectors. Can sell. Yeah, they will definitely sell. Yeah. And then we've got the card box. I love the design of these. Uh, they look like books. So you've got the scarlet and violet um, card box. Um, so it's a cardboard card box, six dividers in there. Uh, suggested retail price of 1,485 yen. Um, yeah, I, I really like the look of this. You can yeah. uh, um, Depends which way you're storing your cards because you might want to have it on it if, if you're going to have it sitting up like a book you might no. have the, you don't want to have it that way it's going to be lying flat because otherwise your cards yeah. are going to be going all over the place in there so yeah. how big are these going to be how many cards are we talking six dividers yeah there's six dividers they are fairly large if you look at the thumbnail of the video um they're definitely sort of i would say a4 almost size oh those are Big. Yeah, they look fairly yeah. large. Look at um, the size of it next to that girl's head. Yeah. <laughs> I think this yeah, next for to store. The, the host's head there, yeah. Very, I think very, this for store yeah. like three ETBs, something like that. Wow. Minimum. They, they look pretty cool on display. I like, yeah. I like them. Yeah. I like yeah. stuff like this where it's just, you know, based on the, the books and the game. And yeah. The, and it's very sort of subtle in that way. I think it'd look nice. Like you put it on a shelf or something yeah. like that. Even with nothing in it, it just looked pretty cool on its own. Yeah, I mean, I do love sure, the design yeah. because I re- I remember I pre-ordered the Japanese games simply so I could get the art books which resemble these, but they were obviously a lot thinner than this. It looked a lot thinner, <laughs> but they do look awesome. Yeah, I have to say. So those come out on January 26th as well. So n- nice bunch of products there, a lot of variety there for different people. Um, so yeah, huge uh, amount of interest for people who collect play the game and want to store their cards and protect their cards appropriately so january 26 as we said same day as um, wild force and cyber judge drops in japan let's move on to a different part of the asian continent now um in um china we've got a new subset of the sword and shield era remember china started mainland is this mainland china zachariah that we're talking about yeah Yes, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. So this is from mainland China. So they started very, very late. I think the Sun and Moon era only started, what, a year and a half, two years ago? One one year ago, yeah. One year ago. And they've already caught up to um, Sword and Shield. And we're going to be getting on March the 1st in mainland China, the equivalent of the EV Hero set. So this is looking quite interesting. It's called Nine Colors Gathering. Um, and as we said, it's one of the most popular sets that we saw coming out of Japan um, in a very long time yeah. uh, outside of any high-class set. Uh, we all know the hype that was around this set when it first came out. Uh, we all know how collectible this set was, how many chase cards there were in this set. And um, I think it was one of the best sets I've seen in a very, very long time. Pokemon outside sure. of high class, Set if of not the best. Pull, I suppose, has doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I got very gaudy-fied um, when I opened EV Heroes. Yeah, yeah, gaudy was <laughs> cursing me, uh, but I did get one or two good good pulls. I got a Sylveon V Max special art from a single oh, pack. Nice. One of our friends sent us, so that was quite nice. And That's yeah, awesome. yeah, and I have got like um, some very nice cards, including one in front of me that I had to purchase as a single. By my favorite artist, um, oh, so, nice. so, ah, so so the wonderful uh, Espion, nice. yeah. But um, there's some really amazing cards in that set. So Zachariah, you've got a bit more know-how about this uh, set. Why don't you fill us in? Yes. 
the thing is, usually the China doesn't do reveal trailers, you know, teasers. And this time they did. So yep. there's something big coming for the set. Uh, what is also very interesting is the art track is different, of course, right? But yep. you see Umbion Dynamaxed. Only Umbion is <laughs> yeah. taking all the, the backspace and they know, right? Yep. The Umbion VMAX special art is most likely in there. And yeah, um, if you it's missed out on... towards the moon as well. Yeah, 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 it's affectionately <laughs> known as Moonbion <laughs> here amongst collectors in the West, isn't it? Yes, yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely a hinting at Moonbion. They, they, yeah. they know, they know. It's just... They, they have been looking at this product for three years, you know, Pokemon Company, Shanghai and Japan know the, you know, the secondary market. They are not, uh, you know, blind to, uh, to the secondary market. They know Umbion is a chase card. And so they, uh, will make it the chase card of the set. But also what is interesting is, uh, usually there's merchandise for releasing for all the sets, right? Yeah. There's a chance that they will use some new art connected to EV heroes. That is very interesting as well. Um, but again, this is kind of a teaser reveal. We don't know much. We only know that EV heroes is coming. Um, what is very interesting, right? That is a question for my, to everyone. Will there be the VMAX promos in there? Or will it be a, a separate product? Or will it be a, a very rare promo in the, in tournaments? You know, the, the Jolteon, Flareon and Vipoyon yeah. VMAX special arts. If that's included in the set, right? Bec why I, why I'm saying this? Their last set, which was inspired on battle styles, uh, were focused on Blastoise and Venusaur VMAX. What China only exclusively got was a full art of both, the uh, Blastoise V and Venusaur, never seen before. And on top of that, the VMAX cards had a Rainbow Hyper Air, which yeah. is also exclusive to Japan, um, no, to China, mainland China. China. Yeah. Hmm. That makes stuff very interesting. Th there's a, a chance that something, I don't, I don't think it will, right? But who knows, maybe they'll include the VMAX promos. And that will make things very insane, <laughs> if they do. Yeah. Um, but other than that, EV Heroes, like you said, all it's a product that sells itself. It's still very popular, right? People buy Korean boxes for a fraction of the price. Those go very hard, from what I've heard from yeah. store owners on eBay. Yeah, it's selling hard. Yeah. So what do you think, guys? You're right. The like people can't get their hands on EV Heroes Japanese, so a lot of people do buy EV Heroes Korean. Yeah. And I see that all the time. People doing box breaks and things like that. Oh, EV Heroes, and you have a little closer look. It's like it's the Korean one. <laughs> yeah. But and just the same. I, th I feel like people are gonna um, have these out of China, all over the world, trying to just open a little slice of EV Heroes. Yeah, I think this might do for Chinese Pokemon what EV Heroes did for Japanese Pokemon, introduce a whole new yeah. uh, base of collectors from abroad who have never thought about purchasing from China before would suddenly start looking at these, these sets. Um, and yeah, make demand and availability very, very difficult. Um, yeah. this set is obviously going to be in, in China. They usually, um, merge three or four sets into one set. Um, I don't know what the case with this is. This looks purely to be like Evolving Skies EV Heroes sort of yeah. style set. 
So it's very much focused on that. They know how special this particular set is. They're making a big deal about it. And like you said, we've seen some adverts and trailers coming out of China as well. They've already had um, the evolutions of um, folders released yeah. in China quite a while back. I remember people were collecting those and purchasing those color co- color matched sort of dual color. I think the outside was one, the color of the Pokemon and the inside matched yes. the second color. For for example, Umbreon was a black folder with yellow pages. I think Sylveon was like a pink folder with yes. a, remember, like light pink pages or something inside. So yeah, that they've they very much know the draw of the evolutions and how important that's going to be. And I think um, this could be a breakthrough product for the Chinese market um, as far as sort of international demands concerned. I will. I will absolutely open some uh, some boxes. Um, it yeah. has to be right. They have the twenty five card fat packs as well. Yeah. Uh, those are, in my opinion, super fun. Yeah. But I am looking forward to the exclusive products they are going to reveal alongside the set. We've seen in this trailer a a, a new Armion binder as well, right? I just can't wait to see all the merchandise. Espion VMAX special is also a Japanese promo. There's a lot to be, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to be seen, man. Yeah, exactly. this is bigger than you think. And I'm already getting messages from store owners. How can I get the set? Can yeah. you get me in touch with Chinese people? It's not a joke. Right? This is serious. No, business. no, absolutely. Um, March yeah. the first, this set's coming out. A lot of excitement. Um, stay tuned. There'll be more sort of as more information comes out, and obviously more trailers and stuff. Keep an eye out on Poke Guardians uh, X slash Twitter and the website as well for for more info on this so yeah looking good right we usually get trademarks coming out sort of this time of year and we've got another one come out um so nintendo creatures and game freak have trademarked um stella miracle which um usually you're, you're very accurate with these trademarks zachariah um they usually do end up being set names so this is being classified under um class 28 games toys and playthings which the TCG also falls under. So Stella Miracle has been trademarked, which um, is Sutera Mirakuru in Japanese, I think. Um, It's good, yeah. um, But yeah, uh, I mean, what guesses, when do you think potentially this could be coming out? What do you think it's in reference to? I think uh, it's, uh, first of all, I think it's a uh, summer kind of set. Yep. Uh, yeah, we what, usually see these sort of six to nine months before before yes. the set's going to reveal, don't we? The yeah. trademarks. September or or I, I don't think it's June, but something like September, right? Yeah. Like Raging Surf, that kind of set. What this might is very obvious, right? Uh, it's uh, it's likely related to Terrapagos, which is the new DLC Pokemon, yeah. right? Um, and it has a stellar form. <laughs> it's very simple, actually, and. If you don't know, right, I, I didn't know of that Pokemon before. I've seen some teasers of it, but um, it's like all types and then uh, of that the Terra type, you know? Yeah. Some, very dumbed down. But what this is, uh, also might indicate is, right, every year we have some gimmick cards like V-Union, uh, this, um, V-Max and V-Star. I think this may uh, introduce a, a new type of EX card. I think Stellar type cards. Yep. And that may be very interesting for the time being. And you know, Pokemon loves this to introduce this kind of gimmick style yep. cards. And 
that's really it. I don't know anything more. And this is just my guess. <laughs> if you know yeah, uh, better guesses than you. me, you know, go ahead. But I think this is it. I think I think I agree with you, Zach. Because when you when I think a stellar a stellar terror type in the in the game is essentially using all the types at once, isn't it? It, yes. it is a gimmick in the game, and it's definitely going to be some sort of translation of that particular uh, gimmick over over to the TCG, whether your attack is now strong against any other Pokemon or something like that. Um, yeah. interesting to see but I definitely agree with you in that sense it'd be interesting how they adapt that and, and put that into the card game I remember back when we had Crimson Invasion we mm. started having those discs that could go on to um, yes. Sylveon uh, Sylvali sorry um, which could change its typing so it was an item card that you can attach to your Pokemon it was a trainer card I think yeah uh, that you could attach to your Pokemon and change its typing Um I don't know whether this is going to be just this is a stellar terror type EX or whether there will be some sort of mechanic where you attach something to change its typing. I don't know. But yeah, um, when I first saw it, Stellar Miracle, Stellar Miracle, the first thing that came to my mind was Jirachi, but obviously it's not to do with Jirachi. It's to do I with, mean, you never know, yeah. right? Maybe yeah. it could be included in there, right? Yeah. Just with be. the Raging Surf. Yeah. We are, everyone thought this is the, what's the, what's the cheese string guy called again? Goldengo. Goldengo. Goldengo, yeah. I always refer to a cheese string guy. Cheese string guy. Yeah. He still looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you meant. Yeah. Lost with impending in, but yeah, it, it was uh, revolved around Garchomp, water type. Yeah. <laughs> Terror type. I, I nobody had a clue, right? Yeah. Uh, but that just, like you say, Tosh, this is just pure speculation. It yeah. could be Jirachi. Yeah. Getting a Terror type, whatever, because the legendaries are actually in a DLC now from past generations yeah so, so. you may uh, be onto something Tosh possibly so yeah it's all speculation at the moment on our part but you know let us know what your your thoughts are um, out there be interesting to hear what everybody else thinks Stella Miracle means and we have had the, the jokes and the memes about Stella Artois as well haven't we Ryan that was me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have. We have. There are other, one, only one way to open that set. Yeah, there are <laughs> other alcoholic beverages available as well as that one, by the way. Um, <laughs> right. the set, Copperberg Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> that's the high-class one. That's the high-class set coming out, yeah. <laughs> um, let's have a look at our final article then today. So Pokemon TCG Paldea Adventure Chest has been revealed. We saw this a little while ago and the new Pikachu Full Art and Sprigorato EX cards have been showcased as well. So this is an interesting product. It's um, due for release on March the 1st, the same day that uh, mainland China is getting the EV Hero set. MSRP of this is $49.99, so it's going to be the same here in the UK um, and Europe probably as well. $49.99 seems to be standard. That would be just translate one-to-one from one region to another price-wise. And this is like a cardboard chest. And I think this was... This is aimed more for new collectors, I think. Uh, But obviously existing collectors are going to be super hyped about this. Whenever you get a Pikachu character rare card, people are going to get excited. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I think this is an interesting product. Personally, I think a little bit too expensive for my taste. Yeah. Uh, there's also a squishy Pikachu toy in there <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> it, it, yeah. 
it's, it's, uh, it's a stress ball when you're losing the match. You can just give you a little yeah, Pikachu a like, squeeze. Yes. Squeeze that Pikachu. That new Pikachu. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I, I think it's a cool product. Six, six packs, but uh, the, everyone wants the, the Pikachu art rare. The Sprigatito EX, uh, which is not revealed yet in Japan. Same with the Pikachu art rare. It's uh, quite interesting. Uh, I don't know how Japan will release and yeah. or get this. I think a, uh, I think it's like what Japan always does is like, uh, some small kid tournaments, right? At, at primary schools. And I think this could be something like this, right? Some basic, uh, Pokemon, uh, teachings. Hey, if you participate, you get this, uh, Spiritito EX. I think it could be something like that. But, f- and what is interesting is the Spiritito is also on a Pikachu. That also could mean, right? That this was specifically made for Pokemon Company International. It's not a secret that Pokemon Company International commissions Japan for special products like these. Yep. Um, that is very interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I would, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my personal thought is this is probably priced $20 too much. If twenty nine ninety nine would probably be a more appropriate price for what it is. Uh, but you are getting a lot in there. You're getting a sticker sheet. You're getting a mini collector's album. You know, um, it's it's almost like an ETB to me, but with less packs. Yeah. So I think a twenty nine ninety nine price point would have been the sweet point. Um, and looking at, as you say, you know, you've got Sprigorito in this one. What about the other two starters? So is this potentially a series of products they're starting off now? Maybe yeah. we'll get, you know, we have these seasonal products that they release. So maybe this could be like... Um, the spring summer version and then we'll have an autumn yeah. winter version of this box being released as well so it could be a series that they're going to start doing regularly a bit like the collector's chests we used to get um yes. we get i think this could be a direct replacement for those collector's chests potentially yes. when when this first when we first saw this that was my immediate thought thinking right could be pokemon company international trying to go more eco-friendly route get rid of those metal chests bring in a cardboard um sort of box like this you know it it does have a thrill aspect to it it opens up like a gift you know inside you've got these packs you've got special stuff in there that you know um as a kid if you you were to give this as a present to a kid they'd love it they'd open it they'd find you know frames amazing promos a little mini album and a a little squishy um in there as well so and, and a sticker sheet so i think it is a it's it looks to me to be a replacement for those collector's chests but it's funny that you say it because during Legends Arceus, right, they had two yeah. different types of collector chests. One is a paper cardboard version, and then everyone was, oh, is it really gone? No. Then the actual metal uh, chest came as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think, personally, right, I think that from a, from a um, perspective of eco-friendly, I think the metal chests are actually better eco-friendly because those never co- are thrown away. When you recycle paper, right, it's le- less eco-friendly to just throw them away if we talk eco-friendly. But I have no idea. Um, yeah. The PCI is very smart. They have, I assume, whole departments that study this, right? And it's 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 not necessarily eco-friendly. It's, it's a nice way to say it's eco-friendly, but it's actually cheaper to produce. Yeah. Right. The cost price is lower and you will get a uh, nicer product. I think personally, these two promos should be in a collector chest. Uh, I think the collector chest, as we know, are very outdated. Uh, I think seven years out of date. 
they should include some sort of special promo like the Pikachu, yeah. right? Or Spikatito. But um, no, I, the Pikachu is amazing as a single. <laughs> Can't really justify that at price. Yep. What do you think, Ryan? I think it's definitely sort of aimed at the younger generation. I think obviously with the with the stickers and stuff like that, it's 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 more of like a a, a gift for a, a younger person as, as such. Without the Pikachu promo in it, it just wouldn't sell at all. I don't think. Yep. I think that's probably the main selling point. Uh, and I, I think I completely agree with, with the price of it. it. It if you are aiming it at like a, a younger uh, generation, uh, which they clearly are, they've got stickers in there. They've got a little squishy Pikachu in there. Uh, no disrespect if anyone really wants the stickers and the squishy Pikachu. I, I wouldn't mind them, but I can just see what they're going for. Uh, but 50, 50 pounds is quite a lot, isn't it? When you're yeah. sort of marketing it in that sort of way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are seven promos in here, but I mean, out of all those promos, I think only one is a really desirable one. The Pikachu, maybe the Spigarata. So EX. So you've, you're getting three EX promos in here. Um, and then obviously the Pikachu and then just sort of three other Cosmofoil uh, promos as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just think it's a little overpriced for what it is. But it is a nice-looking product, I have to say. Um, and there's definitely going to be huge demand for it, especially for that Pikachu promo. But, um, yeah, anything else you guys want to add to that? No. I wonder how Japan will release this. That's my main concern. Yeah. Because there's a lot, a lot of Japanese demand for this product, and I can't blame them. Yeah, this yeah, this product would sell by the truckload in Japan, just because sure. of the styling of it, um, and what you get in. And I think this would be super popular if it was released in Japan like this. But I don't think they would get a product like this in Japan. Um, but yeah, that promo, how would they get it there? Be interesting to see. I could quite easily see this Pikachu being a Pokemon Center promo, but uh, it just it just sort of screams at me to be a Pokemon yeah. Center promo, you know, with the Pokemon Center stamp on it. But yeah. and there's a space there for it as well. Just under that power mount to put that Pokemon Center stamp. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. But you can tell by the Pokemon that they've included, like it was specifically designed for the chest first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. Because all the Pokemon, the mouse hole and the the Sprigatito and the Paw on it are, are the Pokemon included in this chest. Yeah. It's the theme of the chest. Yeah, so absolutely. I, so whether they're going to carry on in Japan with the entire theme using all the Pokemon, or you're right, Taj, I could definitely see it as like just a casual purchase promo, which we've not yeah. had for a little while. Yeah, which would be better. Yeah, and I think re- and that and, and the way they they do that. I mean, releasing this in English makes sense first, and then if they were to release it as a Pokemon Center promo in Japan, the international demand wouldn't be as high as it usually is, which would mean that it would actually go into the right hands for like people going in shopping and rather than having those yeah. people queuing up in front of the Pokemon centers, getting you to go in and buy stuff for them to get the promos. Uh, we've had a lot of manipulation of promos in the Pokemon center, which has caused them to really stop doing those, which is a real shame. Um, but yeah, could be, could be a way that they um, sort of maybe ease that if they were to do that. But we're not saying that this is going to be a Pokemon center promo. That's just, are speculating and sort of thinking out the box, but potential there for it. But yeah, really nice artwork on that. Really nice promo. Um, yeah, like I said, shame about the price, but um, I'd I'd probably just pick up that Pikachu as a single myself. Um, yeah. Would definitely not be buying this product for that price. <laughs> 
But that's it, I think. That's um, pretty much everything we wanted to cover in this. Um, really want to say thank you to Ryan uh, for joining us. Ryan, do you want to tell everyone about, um, obviously, what your social um, media and as well as your your, your um, Pokemon business as well that you... Yeah, I'm personally at Brace Gaming everywhere and Caddo Collectibles for Japanese uh, TCG singles and sealed products. Uh, we sell everything you could want, nearly, probably. <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much. So do check out Ryan and obviously all his channels and uh, yeah, Caddo Collectibles is a very good in, um, shop that's based in the UK and they do ship internationally, don't you? We do indeed, yep. worldwide. Excellent. Zachariah, any closing words from yourself? Thank you for listening and watching as always. And uh, Ryan, thank you for uh, joining us in this episode. Thank you for having me. Yep. And I'm uh, rebranded. I'm no longer PokeTaj. I'm uh, TCG Taj now. So you can check me out on Twitter. My website is well, tcgtaj.com. And I will be um, um, not Pokemon related, but I will be in Utrecht this weekend commentating on the One Piece um, European Championships. So please feel free to join me by checking my socials. Good luck, um, Taj. Thank you very much. Good and luck. I will be, um, yeah, I'll share the links on there if you want to um, do that but yeah thank you so much everyone for joining us uh, we'll see you guys in the next podcast stay safe until then and do check out pokeguardian.com uh, to keep up to date with all the latest news that's coming out from the world of Pokemon take care bye goodbye bye